much. The Tennessee Titans up early, 7-0 over the Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, I don't know what made me randomly think of the show, but before we started recording, I just started rewatching a show that I haven't seen in a long time. A classic show, a great show. It should have had more seasons. And that is Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. That was one of Kelly Cuoco's first things. She, she, you know, ended up doing Big Bang Theory. But it starred Katie Seagal and John Ritter. John Ritter, who later on passed on. But great show. Funny. Hilarious. So I recommend you go see it if you haven't seen it. It's alright. Well, I guess. Did did you see it? I have seen it. I've seen it already. And and, and, and you think it's alright, really? Doesn't appeal to me. Didn't appeal to me. So you don't like John Ritter's comedic genius? I wouldn't say comedic genius. I thought it was okay, I guess. What yeah. in the hell is wrong with you? I just rewatched your first scene over. I laughed. I well, I say you you should rewatch it. Re, re, re watch the first couple episodes, and then I want you um, to tell me how how you thought. Yeah, of it. I'd rather watch the Mandalorian, which new episode comes out tomorrow. Mandalorian fans, new episode comes out tomorrow. You are a weirdo. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. <laughs> I had to see people complaining about a fictional Yoda eating an egg. Now you want people to go nerd out on Mandalorian. Haven't you learned your lesson from doing a nerd activity? You got your car killed. Killed. Because you decided to be a nerd. Haven't you learned your lesson, sir? But the difference is, I don't have to go anywhere for the Mandalorian. I can be home. Watching the beautiful Mandalorian at home. Well, I hope your Disney Plus, not Disney Plus as a whole, but just your Disney Plus account, freezes up to where you can't watch it. That is unfair. To where you can't watch it. And to where you have to beg me because I thought I... I thought I cut my Disney Plus months ago, but apparently for the past three months, I've been paying for Disney Plus, <laughs> and I didn't even know that I still had it, so I'm going to start rewatching stuff on Disney Plus again, Um, you know, it's a great thing, you get a lot of all good shows that, you know, we haven't been able to see in multiple, multiple years. So, that's good. But I'm telling you, listen. Eight, eight, eight simple rules of dating my teenage daughter. John Ritter, the father. Katie Seagal, the mother. Kelly Cuoco, the smoking hot daughter who gets all the guys. Then there's another daughter, Carrie, who's smart, talented, thinks guys don't like her. And also, of course, because her sister's a smoke show. That makes her super like emotional and thinks she's ugly and thinks she can't compete against her. And then they have a brother named Rory. He's so funny. 
And then it was in season three, which was probably why it was there last season. That's when John Ritter died. So they had to do that transition. The first couple shows were rough. But if you don't think that John Ritter isn't a comedic genius, I need to know what in the hell is wrong with you. I need to know what is wrong with you. I have nothing against the Proud Family. I'm just saying, 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 I'm just sa
Brown family, it's a great show, but that's not the, that is not driving me to pay for a monthly subscription to Disney Plus. That, that's not moving the needle. The needle has not been moved. Oh my! You got the Incredibles. I do like the Incredibles. You got okay. the Toy Story franchise. You got Finding Dory. You got Finding Dory's whack. Next. <laughs> you got Aladdin. Okay, I, I do love me some Robin Williams, so. Okay. Damn, let's see, let's see, let's see. Aladdin, there's the Robin Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the new one. Aladdin, yes. Okay, oh, so they, they, so they do have the Will Smith vehicle, okay. Yeah. And then you have Toy Story 4. You got the Muppets on here. You got Cool Runnings. You got the Rookie. You got Saving Mr. Banks. You have Hidden Figures, which is a fantastic movie. You got the Broadway play Hamilton. You got Remember the Titans. You got Secretariat. You got The Miracle. You got Invincible. You got Glory Road. You got The Greatest Game Ever Played. Great Shia LaBeouf golf movie. You have Miracle you only Lane too. Like... You got Dumbo. You got Beauty and the Beast. You got you got Maleficent. No. You got Lion King. No. You have Alice in no. Wonderland. You got the Jungle Book. Stop it. What You're is wrong me. with you? What? What? Right what now. in the hell? You, you got only parents. listed maybe. You only listed maybe five things that that intrigued me. All right, all right, all right. You, you know what? You know what? You know what? You're so weird. You're so weird. We've literally ran past the clock of when of when we should have gone to our guests. But that's but that's how weird you are. What in the hell is wrong with you, sir? Oh my. So. Oh. So, so again, the only reason, the only reason is because of Mandalorian, really. That's your only reason for, for, for having Disney Plus. You that, take, that away, you take away Mandalorian and, yeah. and, and you're not watching Disney Plus. Mm, no, uh, no, no. You, you take off the Mandalorian and I have absolutely no reason to watch Disney Plus. Wow, wow. Wow, that's that's that, that that's hurtful. We will finish this conversation later, but we're about to have the Kush, Mr. Terry Cushman, talk all things Bostonian Red Sox. We got the Cushman himself, Mr. Boston Red Sox. So let's just go right into the hot hot topic of the last couple of weeks: the Boston Red Sox. And maybe this was a known factor, you know. Maybe if we were in the middle of that room. It went like this, listen, Alex, because of what, what's going on right now, we got to let you go. But we will suck next year anyway, and we'll bring you back. So the Red Sox brought back Alex Cora. A lot a lot of Red Sox fans are happy, including super fan, Mr. Jerry Carabas. What, what were your thoughts when you found out that Alex Cora is back in Bean Town? Well, you know, it was kind of a, you know, a roller coaster process. Um, I wasn't a huge proponent of it. I just kind of wanted to close that chapter, move on. We've won four World Series with three managers, so you know, I I didn't really see Cora necessarily as a game changer. But when you, you go back to the last several weeks, to you know. For a while, it's looking like, okay, so he's not really in play right now. And then apparently they got on a plane, went to Puerto Rico, met with him. And then 
another week or so goes by, not a whole lot, you know, coming from it. And then uh, finally, right when we're, we were like, oh, I guess they're not going to hire him. The announcement came down last Friday. They're hiring him and uh, made it official this week with a press conference. So, like I said, roller coaster, but is what it is. So, let me ask you this, Terry. You're, you're, the, you're the Bostonian guy. You're a big-time Red Sox fan. Obviously, your team stinks. Let's put it this way. Your team stinks. What, do you have, what is your expectations for the Boston Red Sox in 2021? I think it's going to be a lot better. Uh, you know, there are still moves to be made, but we're going to have Eduardo Rodriguez, you know, back healthy. A, a report just came out today that said he's resuming his normal off-season stuff. So he's expected to be ready to go opening day. Um, Tanner Houck had three really impressive starts. He's one of our top prospects. Two of those starts were scoreless. Um, he did give up two runs in his, his final start of the season, but very impressive in all three starts. He's probably going to get slotted in there. Nathan Avoldi uh, looked okay. You never really know what you're going to get out of him, but I think we're looking pretty good, and we're going to sign someone. Oh, we also we traded for Nick Pavetta. That was in the Brandon Workman deal. He looked really good in a couple of starts as well. So... There's a lot of potential here. I don't think we're going to get a Trevor Bauer type guy, but Heim Bloom did say this week that he's not ruling out anything. Um, you know, it's more likely they go after a guy like Jake Odorizzi, you know, someone like him. Uh, and I really think we're going to be roughly a 90 win team next year. I think our lineup is really good. We need to add a righty power bat. Marcel Ozuna kind of fits that bill. Not sure they'll they'll go after him specifically, but I think we're going to be a competitive team again. And you look at some of the other peripheral things. Nesson, they host the Red Sox on that network. Ratings were down 58%. So, you know... The, the urgency is there to start winning again, and I think they're going to do what they need to do to, to be competitive. Um, if, if, if I'm the Red Sox, my two seeds I'm going after is DJ LeMayu and Charlie Morton. And then if you can get, is, is Chris Sell expected to pitch at all this season? Yeah, he's expected to come back probably in the July time frame. Oh, so right next to Louis Severino. Okay. If I can get even five to six starts, right? Right? If 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 there's no chance at them making the playoffs, then 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 start him for a couple starts in September, you know, 10, 10, 11 innings, that's good. But if they have a chance to get a playoff spot, you 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 start him in August and September, you you got yourself a fresh ace because I think he can still be good. So if you can target DJ LeMayu, right, that takes care of a backup third baseman. You have a star at second base, and it pisses the Yankees off. It pisses Yankee fans off. So so that's like three wins right there. And then if you can get Charlie Morton, and thank God Eduardo Rodriguez is 
resuming activity. You know, that story was so horrific. You know, you already got Evaldi. You know, we know what he can do. So that's, you know what? 90 wins don't seem like a far reach. And 56%, my God, which means they can't have another year like this. You know, Red Sox fans are saying, hey, we're fickle, man. If you guys don't win, okay, we'll stop watching. So you're right. They do have to start winning. Expect a bounce back this 
out of him. Um, you know, I just think we need one starting pitcher and maybe two two bull, uh, bullpen arms and, and a right shot with that. And I, I think that's all very doable this year. Another thing to consider, too, is the Toronto Blue Jays are going to probably take a step forward. They're in a position to spend some yep. money. They've got a couple of uh, their top pitching prospects, basically major league ready. And I think I think they're capable of upper 80s to, to lower 90s wins if they if they make the right moves. Tampa's going to be pretty good. Yankees, you guys obviously got some work to do, uh, you know, with two pitchers that potentially replace. But I I don't think there's going to be a 100-game winner in the AL East for, for a few years because I think it's going to be supremely competitive. And the Orioles, believe it or not, I mean, they're probably two or three years away from, you know, playing – being competitive so it's rare that you, you have a division like that where you know almost every team is capable of, of 90 plus well that's definitely exciting baseball right and I'm so glad you mentioned Jeter Downs and this has to piss off Red Sox fans right you were supposed <laughs> to get Brewster Gratterall and and but the reason why they didn't because of his injury history, you know they didn't like what they saw. But you see him blowing a hundred and two easy. He just throws his on and it's a hundred and two on the gun. How mad does that make you feel? And you know you got you got a Derek Jeter type situation with Dustin Pedroia, franchise guy. Won you a bunch of rings, classy guy. You know, how do you think they'll handle that situation? Are they gonna, you know, do an A Rod, pay him to go away? Or if he's healthy, will they let him play a couple of games of baseball again? You're talking about Dustin Pedroia? Yeah. Yeah, they're expected to announce his retirement here. Um, in the coming days or weeks. So his career is effectively over. And, uh, and, uh, how do you, how, how do you feel about the Red Sox saying no to Bruce DeGratterall? Oh, and Gratterall, right. Um, I, I think it was a smart move on the Red Sox part. I mean, durability is, is a question. A lot of Red Sox fans are disappointed we didn't get a starting pitcher back in the deal. You know, Dustin May was mentioned quite a bit, and I, I never believed that was realistic uh, from the start. Oh, never, never. Maybe a guy like Tony Gonzalez or someone like him, uh, you know, definitely would have made the trade look a little better. But, but for losing one year of Mookie, uh, you know, you, you can't really complain about Jeter Downs and, and Connor Wong. Uh, so let me ask you this, Mr. Terry. Um, obviously, um, you saw what the other team in New York, the Mets, did. They got big Stevie Cohen, and already they got Marcus Stroman back, albeit a little bit too pricey because, you know, he took a qualifying offer. What do you think the Mets are going to do? Because now they got a new owner, they got Sandy. Alderson as president, um, they're likely going to bring Rojas back. Um, what 
do you expect from the Mets this offseason? I think they're going to be aggressive, but I don't think that's necessarily going to translate to success right away. Ideally, you want to have a decent farm with some homegrown talent in the lineup, you know, a, a, a healthy core of homegrown talent, and then put those, you know, big free agent pieces around them. And I just don't think they're very well positioned right now to to be successful, even if they do make a splash. You look at what Derek Jeter did with the Marlins, went in there, took the whole organization apart and kind of rebuilt it from the ground up. I think that's really what the Mets need to do, but a guy like Steve Cohen is is extremely competitive, hates to lose, and I just, I don't think they're going to start winning right away, uh, realistically. Um, if, if you're a guy like Steve Cohen and you just bought a new team, and let's face it, he can have any payroll he wants. As, as a new owner, how much money would you be comfortable with spending in, in a free agent this, this year? Or, or are you waiting for one of those high-class shortstops for next season? Yeah, well, there's a lot of uncertainty right now with the CBA, possible strike next year. So, And then this year you have like what's called a COVID market. So it's really, you know, to be buying a baseball team and then hitting the ground running, you know, in, in 2021, <laughs> the timing really isn't ideal for all of that. But I can see them... Go- you know, sailing right over that luxury tax and making a splash on guys like Bauer. JT Realmuto is is rumored to be a, a Mets target, so he's going to be costly. The Mets historically have had a bad bullpen, so they're going to need to address that. And there's just so much that that needs to be dealt with right away. I I would just blow it up. You know, I. I I try to get a King's ransom for Jake DeGrom. Uh, I think Syndergaard's going to be after the season, so maybe you kind of, you know, trade him at the deadline and get at least one or two nice prospects. Um, Yeah, but I would blow it up. I really would. So if if you were the Mets owner, and let's say we're trading Jacob DeGrom to the Red Sox, what would you ask for? Uh, well, let's see. He's got at least two or three years of control left, so... Four um, years. Yeah, I mean, geez. I would probably want... I would probably ask for Tanner Houck right away. Um, you know, and that probably wouldn't happen, so you'd have to settle for... Um, you know, a Brian Mata or Jay Grove being in there. They'd probably ask for Tristan Casas as well, uh, if not Jeter Downs. It would be it would be a huge haul. Let's put it that way. However it worked out in the end. What about but, what about Verdugo or Bogarts? I don't know if see Bogarts has an opt out next season, so that's probably not you know, ideal for a team like the Mets. Verdugo does have um, at least three years of control left. So 
that could be a realistic name to ask for. Um, the outfield is a problem for the Red Sox, you know, not a ton of depth. So I, I think they would rather deal uh, for, from their infield. Right. Bobby Dahlbeck, you know, could could possibly, you know, end up in a trade like that. He wouldn't be the centerpiece, though, I wouldn't think. That would still be uh, one of our young pitching prospects. But, but like I said, it, it would be a haul. Well, I I think if you're going to trade the ground if you're a savvy GF, like, well, I would probably just ask for for the house. I'm at, I mean, if I'm trading one of the best pitchers in the game right now, I'm asking for everything, everything you got. So that's, that's one thing, because Jacob DeGrom is that dude. I said outside of Clayton Kershaw, he's the best pitcher in the game, and there's no contest. But I, I got a transition to this. Um... I made up a poll about what, what, you know, because of this pandemic, obviously fans are not able to attend games, people lost jobs, the whole whatnot. Do you think, do you think that in 2021, at some point, that fans will be allowed to attend games? I 1,000% believe baseball fans will be allowed to attend games. And in every city, you know, I, I don't want to get too political here, but, you know, we didn't have an election, and, you know, the Democrats are going to want the economy to, to take off again, and if you look at the House of Representatives, the Democrats were 0 for 197, 0 for 197 against GOP incumbent congressman, and this was supposed to be the easiest election of all time for them to pick up seats, and they didn't do it. They lost seats. So I think you're going to start to see, you know, a lot of these big communities like New York, let's face it, your governor is Andrew Cuomo, and, you know, Bill de Blasio is your mayor. I think a lot of those guys are going to have to start to reverse course and start helping small businesses. And I, I don't think sports teams are necessarily small businesses, but that is, you know, that is a, an area that, that needs help right now, you know, short of government bailouts. And so I think you're going to see restrictions uh, relaxed quite a bit on these teams. The the capacity might be more limited in, you know, April and May, but I expect as the season goes on and, and the vaccines get rolled out, I think you're going to see, you know, 50% and above capacity throughout the league. And I think that puts most teams in a sustainable uh, position to, you know, generate enough revenue to to operate and, you know, make roster moves, you know, whether it's free agent signings or taking more money via trades and whatnot. So that's so, my very political answer, but I I 100% believe we'll, we'll see fans in the stadiums. Uh, we, we just talked about a possible haul for Jacob DeGrom. And so, let's say if you're the Angels general manager, 
and, and you got everything okay. I just got Anthony Rendon. Weird season. Didn't go well. Most likely, we're not going to do anything. So, you're not going to trade Rendon yet, right? But do you think about trading Trout? Because the longer you hold Trout, the older he's going to get. And eventually, he's going to have less value. So, if you were to trade Mike Trout, and 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 let's you let's use a team like the Marlins or a team like the Cubs. Who would you ask for in return of Mike Trout? Wow, uh, I'm admittedly not too familiar with with a lot of their. So 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 let's let let's use the Red Sox then. Basically, let me answer this way though. I would want their top hitting prospects, their top hitting prospects, and a couple of solid, you know, mid-level prospects. I'm looking something up right this second. I'm trying to find his service. It's not because of that, but it's just like, you know, if, if you have protocols in place, just because it's the World Series and it's the last game, 
you still have to follow. You know, it it just can't be all championship is done, season is over. Let's let's forget about the protocols. So you know that's just where they read it wrong, right? And they want to use, oh, he's a good guy. Okay, so what if he's an asshole? Were you then gonna follow protocols? So that's that. That's where it just makes them look stupid. To where they complained, we gotta follow the protocols. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. And then to just let it go away on the last day, it it just it makes you have no authority. It's like the parent who who always punishes the kid, but then lifts the punishment two seconds later because they cried or because they smiled or because they gave you a hug, you know? You you got to show real authority. Yeah, I mean, the, the season was effectively over at that point. And, I mean, just putting myself... Terry, you're, you're, you're away from the phone, bro. No, I... Okay, I, and I'm not using wireless headphones either. I've got a, you know, a traditional, you know, jack plugged into my phone. So, um, but with Turner, you know, it took him a while, you know, to win a World Series. The Dodgers had won the division eight years in a row, came up short. I think he's a free agent this year on top of yeah, that, yeah. and, you know, that was that was his big moment, and I just I mean I, I don't I don't really blame him. <laughs> now now I got something for you, Terry. Obviously, um, the twenty twenty one season, the Dodgers are obviously the favorites with the Yankees and Astros right behind them. Do you think the Dodgers have a chance to repeat again as champs? You know, it hasn't been done this century, and I don't see why they don't have a great chance to be the first team to do it. Alright, so let's let's assume that they represent the National League. You know, um, Mets are just not there yet, and the Braves falter. Let's, and, and let's assume they're you know, you know, I can't even put the Yankees in it because they just choke. So let yeah, okay, okay let let's put Astros. Let let's assume it's Astros Dodgers. Do you think the Dodgers repeat? Yeah, I mean, I'm not even comfortable putting the Astros in the World Series. They're still going to have question marks with their rotation uh, and bullpen. Um, I'm not sure how much money they're going to want to be spending, you know, and, you know, I'd love to put the White Sox as a deep playoff team, but they got a lot of controversy going on right now with the Tony La Russa hiring. So it's tough. I mean, I can't see any team out of the West besides maybe the Astros making a deep run. You know, maybe the Rays go back again. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do this off season. Um, I, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I mean, the Red Sox have gone from worst to first before, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't put my eggs in that basket right now, but, um, 
But, and even, I'll say this, though, I mean, if the Red Sox did go to the World Series, I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to pick them to beat the Dodgers. You know, I mean, the Dodgers are just so stacked. And, you know, what if the Dodgers land Trevor Bauer or something like that? That's over. If the Dodgers land Trevor Bauer, you know, you might as well just give them the World Series championship. <laughs> just, just, just hand it to them. Listen, there is no team, there's no team in the American League that can beat the Dodgers. Not, the Yankees can't even get out of the American League. So they don't even get to mention, and me and Nick are Yankee fans, that we're even saying the Yankees don't even get in that conversation. And a lot of Yankee fans are going to be like, oh, well, you know, you guys, are, you guys are homeless, man. I'm like, the Yankees have not proven anything to me that they are capable of getting out of the World Series. First of all, the starting rotation needs to be addressed, because outside of Garrett Cole, there's really no one. The bullpen is not a strong suit, because Alavino somehow forgot how to pitch, and Kaylee's out for the year. Um, outside of DJ LeMayu, the Yankees either can't stay healthy or they can't hit and run the scoring position. And they're thinking about training Sanchez. So ultimately, what have the Yankees? The Yankees will be a playoff team, but there's but have a championship team? No. I'm going to tell you guys, and I've been saying this for a couple of years, you got to get rid of Brian Cashman. <laughs> I'm with you on that, man. He's just yeah, not a smart baseball guy. Yeah, he gets terrible value on a lot of his free agent signings, some of his trades. I mean, you can't say the Paxton deal worked out that great, even. And you, you guys, I mean, you can hate the Red Sox all day long, but I think you're going to be impressed with Hein Bloom, you know, within a year or two. You know, he's going to be recognized as one of the smarter executives. Um, you know, in baseball, and you have to be impressed with Tampa. I mean, look look at the run they just went on, and that's a smart front office who who you know gets a lot out of not very much. And the Baltimore front office, their executives come from Houston, so at face value, you got to think they're going to make some smart decisions. And Toronto's on the up and up, and I mean. Cashman might be the worst GM in this division. <laughs> I just, I, I, but I can't see Steinbrenner firing him. I'll, so. I'll be real honest. I do not hate the Red Sox. I hated them when they had Manny and Poppy and guys like Lowe and Pedro and Timlin and Kurt. You know, that's when I hated the Red Sox. But the these brand of Red Sox, there's no one that, first of all, I mean, even even, even though they have very talented offensive guys, right, there's there's no one that you can hate. They're all nice guys. It's it's different players, man. You know, you know, guys like Manny and A-Rod and et cetera, they had personality. They had raw skill. They had it factor. They, they had tool. You know, those were people you hated. So I don't I don't necessarily hate 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 the Red Sox, especially the Yankees and Red Sox rivalry has incredibly dipped. You know the only time it gets brought up is when they play on ESPN and they have to show the old A Rod Veritek fight and Pedro throwing Don Zimmer and the A Rod boos and the home runs and the Poppy Grand Slam and the Damon Grand Slam and the Poppy walk off. You know and the Dave Robert Steele. So. If it's not ESPN rehashing that stuff, 
it's 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 old news. The Rays, Blue Jays, you're on point. I, I, I believe the Rays and Blue Jays can run this division for the next 10 years. Easy. And and the Blue Jays are also in talks with possibly getting DJ too. So if they get DJ LeMayu, you know, or or if they don't get DJ and they get Lindor, they're going to have one of the best left side of the infields for a long time. Because I'm pretty sure wherever Lindor goes, I'm pretty sure he's going to want to stay there. Um... So it's just it's just a lot of things, and if I'm the Yankees, I gotta get rid of Gary Sanchez as soon as June hits. I gotta see how he how how he can play, cause if you move him now, they're gonna get shit. I love to see it. I love to see them get Yachty. Um, have have him be the starting catcher. You know, have have Higgy be the backup. You know, and let's just pray they can get a starter. But other than that. I expect the Yankees to not do anything for the next two years. And you know what? If I'm Garrett Cole, I'm like, man, did I really need to take that extra money? This team is not what I wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to win championships, you know, his best bet was probably the Dodgers, you know, who were the runner-up in the sweepstakes. Yeah, so, I mean, if Steinbrenner would just have the balls, to get rid of Cashman and, and bring in, you know, a smart executive, maybe someone from Tampa, um, maybe someone from the Dodgers organization to come in and, you know, have a, you know, a more, you know, updated approach, you know, a present day approach. I, I think that's what the Yankees need. Brian Cashman is a 1990s, early 2000s GM. And like I said, I just, I just can't see him aligning the stars to get you guys to a championship. Listen, here's what I think, and I'm going to speak for myself. Um, I don't necessarily hate the Red Sox. I mean, was it a, was 2004 annoying? Yeah, because I, cause I was, what, 14? That was annoying. Like, did it bother me that Boston sports was winning all those championships that were Taltown USA? You know, a little bit. But also, baseball is probably like, my third favorite sport. <laughs> But like I said, though, like I think for me personally that the Red Sox are on the right track. I do think they're going to be good. As far as what you said about Cashman, I think you're absolutely right. Um, we had a discussion yesterday, and I said, and I said, whoever whoever is doing the scouting, general managing, or the assistant to the general manager in Tampa, that's the guy I want because I want a guy who knows what they're doing, who can a have some, you know, yes, not only game is all analytic, but there's got to be a balance of both. And that actually leads into my next question, because obviously analytics are a part of baseball. I personally think that there needs to be a balance. I'm, I'm tired of like, the nerd being like, hey, listen, according to the numbers, this is what you're supposed to do. Can we ever get back to a balance where, yes, analytics do play a part
why not let him face J.D. Martinez if he's been lights out, you know? So I'd like to see analytics not be quite as prominent. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to be irrelevant, but, but you know, I think you've got to ride the hot hand at times and, and you know, trust your gut. And, you know, the, the Rays blew it, obviously, by taking – Blake Snell out, I, I think that was, you know, too analytical. They should have let it ride with him. He was basically unhittable. I think he was, he had a two-hitter going uh, into yeah. that inning. And so that's, that's an example of, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. When the Red Sox played the Dodgers in the World Series, the Dodgers sat Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy the first two games because lefties were on the mound. I mean, that's insane <laughs> in the World Series, you know. So I think some teams do tend to go overboard. And, um, you know, when we were – when the Red Sox were looking for a manager, I thought if they didn't go with Alex Cora, we were going to go the hardcore analytical route. And I wasn't comfortable with that. And I wasn't a Cora guy, but at least I knew if the Red Sox did hire him, he was going to be managing the team. You know, he's going to have the final say every time. So, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, is Boone that type of guy? Because Girardi definitely had final say. But is is Aaron Boone uh, uh, managing the team, or is he taking orders from the analytics department? He's definitely taking orders from the analytics department. Don't let, don't let that press conference fool you. He's following everything that Cashman's nerds are telling him. Like, and, and because Cashman had to come out on the press conference and say that Aaron Boone is not a puppet, makes me truly believe that Boone is a puppet. That, that's like that's like someone that's like someone that, that, that's like a that's like some that's like a guy telling his girlfriend, "Yo, baby, I am not cheating on you. I am a hundred percent loyal. I would never cheat on you. I am honest." And then you find out he's definitely cheating on you. That's basically how it is. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like if it, if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck. Exactly. You know, you know what it is, too? It's like, it's like, especially with that whole Blake Snell situation, it's so hypocritical, right? Because cause they're, cause they're going to say, oh, okay, he has never done this, he has never done this, he has never done this, you know, he has never went past six innings, da-da-da, da-da-da. Okay, but what about... Mookie Betts is batting 200 versus left-handed pitchers. Last time I checked, Blake Snell is left. He had just given up his second hit. He had nine strikeouts, 73 pitches. Not only could he have finished that inning, he could have possibly finished his seventh or got into the seventh. Or, or, or if he finished his seventh with 87 pitches, he could start the eighth inning. So that's where the nerd should have been pushed aside, shoved into the locker, got their lunch money stolen, and shut up. Are analytics here to stay? Yes. But there has to be a balance. It can't just be you do what my paper says or that's it. And again, if, if, if managers are going to do that, fine. But you know what then? They can't get fired. If they're doing what the papers say, they cannot get fired. And if they do get fired, who, whoever told them to do that, they better get fired too.
accountability is should be huge, and you know, it's just so tragic. I mean, that was going to be the the Rays' last best chance for quite a while to win one, and you know, really, you don't think they can run it back this year? Well, I guess this year, I mean. There's not really one juggernaut right now in the American League, like we were just saying. So I guess this would be their shot, and it would, in all likelihood, be a rematch against the Dodgers. So um, I guess, but I mean, still, we're going to have a 162-game season this year, though, as well. So, um, you know, with potential expanded playoffs, unfortunately. Right, and I'm not a big fan of that either. I'd just rather go back to the, you know, five teams on each side, but but we want to... Apparently, apparently, Terry, is that the NL, because the DH rule, the NL wants to have DH, but the only way that can be DH, that has to be negotiated. So the only way the National League can have a DH is if the players agree to expand the playoffs. So that's the only re- that's the only reason that you know we're probably going to have the same BS. And if the M- if the MLB would have done what the- what the NHL did and reset after like the first round, then the Yankees would probably play the A's instead of the Rays, and the Rays would have played Houston instead of Houston playing against the A's. So I don't know. I, I just feel this whole expansion playoff thing is kind of BS. It's just- it's not okay. I'm not a fan of it. I feel like the playoffs should be rewarded, but now you're basically having, instead of like 10 teams make the playoffs, you're now having 16 teams. So you're basically having half the entire league making the damn playoffs. Like, come on. Yeah, they're just kind of diluting it and taking away those great, you know, division races that we've been accustomed to growing up. And, um, I'm not a fan. I really think Rob Manfred's gonna gonna keep fixing it until it breaks. I mean, are ratings going up right now with all these drastic changes? They're not. Not really. Not really. Not exactly. really. And it's funny. He's, listen, Nick says his job is to make Manfred's job is to make the owners money. That's true. But if the ratings aren't going up, he's not necessarily making the owners money. Right. Just saying. Yeah, and when the CBA comes up, that's when the owners vote on whether to keep the commissioner. So, I mean, he could be one more bad scandal from just not keeping his job, from, you know, losing the confidence of the owners. That's kind of what I'm hoping for because I just, I wish we could go back 10 years ago and, you know, have all of that back. Having, you know, runners slide into second base to try to break up the double play. Yes. And, yeah, just yeah, cat, like runners coming and barreling the catcher at home plate. Yeah, with that part, I guess I don't really blame them for getting rid of, but but I wouldn't complain if they did go back to it. Well, that's all Buster Posey, right? If Buster Posey don't get as much concussions as he gets, you know, be because... Remember how great that, now of course none of us saw it live, but remember how great that Ray Fossey play was in the All-Star game? You got Pete Rose barreling down, giving zero fucks about anybody, and he just kills Ray Fossey. Like, baseball like that, that's fantastic. You know, this, and 
if 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 I'm the players association, I'm asking for major three things. I'm saying, listen, we won't strike if DH give us DH. That makes careers longer, right? If they had DH four or five years ago, David Wright probably never retires. There's that. There's that. No, no D, right? Added the DH permanently for both leagues. Then you do away with that stupid extra inning rule. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's you're you're playing a game for nine real innings, and then because you get into the extras, you 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 gotta kill the game. The Yankees won a game this year off of a sack fly. The runner basically walked to home. It was a deep enough sack slide to where the center fielder had no chance. Seeing something like that is stupid. It is dumb. No one wants to see a walk-off five-hour sack fly. It's 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 retarded. And then the third thing I'm the third thing I'm looking for is for the six years to be gone away. Give me give me four years. I want to start making money. By my, by my fifth year in the league. Oh, yeah. oh, you want to reduce service time. You want to reduce service time. Of course, because because even though even though I'm I'm all for the six years thing, you know, um, I think it's a little unfair, you know, because Judge then would now be a free agent, you know, and 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 of course he would stay with the Yankees because he he wouldn't get a big contract, and I also want to deal away with. What Marcus Stroman did, right? Because the Mets are going into a 60-game season thinking they got Marcus Stroman for a full 60 games, for full 11 starts. So that shouldn't be allowed to be happened. Yeah, I I hate the seven-inning doubleheaders, too. I'd like to see that one go away. That, that's that's going to likely go now. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that was a COVID rule. I You know, if it wasn't for COVID, I don't think we'll, we'll ever see that again. I'll be honest, Terry, and I think I want you to comment on this. I think Tony Clark should also go. I think he needs to be out as, as the director of, of, of the Players Union for baseball. I think he's got to go as well. Because as much as it's easy to blame Manfred, I think Tony Clark has also done an equally terrible job. I think he needs to go, too. Yeah, I'm not quite as keen on the particulars, but I do know that the the Players Association was very unsatisfied with the last CBA, and, you know, the owners basically came away with, you know, a lot more advantages, so I could see him, you know, after this CBA, if it doesn't go well again, you know, possibly being out of a job as well. I agree. Um, a couple of more. Um, obviously, um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna play devil advocate. Let's just assume the Yankees, after after 11 years, they finally make the World Series oh and they play against the Dodgers. How quickly will the Dodgers dispose of the Yankees? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Yankees have you know the bats to to make it interesting and. I guess it just depends on what you guys signed this year. You got to have at least one decent 
you know, starting pitching, free agent signing, you know, I'm assuming Clark Schmidt will probably be up by the second half of the year. And I don't know what to think of Davey Garcia. He kind of looks like he might play better as a, as a reliever to me. You know, just doesn't really have the velo, but um, but it depends on what you do there. But I could see uh, I could see you guys going six games with the Dodgers. If Yankees add no starters, okay, you got Garrett Cole, which is stink, right? And then you have Kitty Menu with Debbie Garcia and Clark Schmidt and Jordan Montgomery and and some and, and maybe. Some some yo yo of the started. It's a horrible, horrible rotation. There's no way. There's no way the Yankees are getting Bauer. No way. No shot in hell. That's not it's not happening. Maybe maybe Charlie Morton. Maybe. You know, unfortunately, they they might try to resign Tanaka, which I don't want. You know, he hasn't done enough. But if it's me, I I give James Paxton a year. Skill wise, when he's healthy. He's a fifteen to sixteen game winner. I know. I know that's a big if, but if 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 you're telling me my rotation is Garrett Cole, James Paxton, and a couple of rookies, you know what? I'll I'll take that. I mean, it's not ideal, but in in a situation like that, you know, it, let's say it's Walker Bueller, Garrett Cole, right? You don't know who's gonna win that game. That's gonna be a hard fought game. It's, it's going to come down to who scores the most runs in clutch. You know, then game two could be Kershaw, let's say, James Paxton. That, that's going to be another challenge, challengeable game two. But then here's where it's the problem. The Dodgers will light up Debbie Garcia. The Dodgers will light up Clark Schmidt. It's going to happen. All the Clark Schmidt's in the world can't defend that one. Then, then you have to possibly think about going to Garrett Corn short day's rest. You know, so I I think the Dodgers could possibly win that in five, and if the Yankees don't make no ads, if I'm Garrett Cole, I may be coming up with injuries because he's gonna waste his talent, he's gonna waste his peak years, and it's gonna be the worst contract in baseball. You could be right. You could be right. I mean, you guys are definitely not well situated at the moment, so. Uh, I was going to say, if I'm the Yankees, what I would do, I would sign Charlie Morton, I'd bring back James Paxton, and then, you know, you slot in uh, Montgomery as your fourth, and then one of the rookies take the five until Severino comes back, and then you just and add a bullpen piece, and then I would either, I would sign DJ, I would add Justin Profar, or, or a Tommy LaStella, and then this way, your infield, your bench has a better depth, and that's what I would do. That sounds pretty good. I mean, you would need Morton to stay healthy, you know, at 38 years old, and Paxton to, you know, he's never pitched more than 160 innings, so you got to get at least that out of him. Uh, this year, but if you can make that all work and Clark Schmidt is your best prospect, that that's a pretty formidable rotation. Really, I I still think it's Debbie Garcia. Uh, I just don't like. He only talks out at like ninety one miles an hour, 
and you know get seem to get knocked around quite a bit. You know, you only use them as an opener in that playoff game, but I know the Red Sox kind of knocked him around a little bit in September, and I just I really think he he's ultimately going to end up in the bullpen as a late inning reliever. Now you mentioned you mentioned that awful awful playoff decision, right? Did you think that 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 was a stupid decision like every Yankee fan did? Did did you not understand why why they started? Debbie Garcia then go to J.A. Happ thinking he's Randy Johnson? You know, I thought it was a ballsy decision. So I I like ballsy decisions. It's easy to say. It's easy to say. It didn't work. But, but Happ was pitching well, and he was going to come in against a very lefty-heavy lineup that night. So... I don't hate it. It didn't work, but you know, I if if it did work, then you know, Boone's a genius, <laughs> or or your analytics guys, whoever you want to assign credit to. But um, but yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, another. And speaking of ballsy, one of my favorite moments of the World Series was when Manuel Margot tried to steal home on Kershaw. Oh, that was awful. And that 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 was that was awesome. That was pretty cool. It didn't work, but, you know, that's how the Rays have to win. Like, two-thirds of their lineup was hitting below 200, you know, so they had to try to manufacture a run. I think that would have been the tying run had it scored, but obviously he got gunned down, and I think the Dodgers uh, got another run or two shortly after that. But, but yeah, so, I mean, with the Davey Garcia half thing, I mean, is what it is. The one thing, the one thing the Rays really have to hope for is they have to hope a Rosarine is real, right? Because if he's for real, you have a star for the next five years. A star. You know, if if, if he plays this well in 162, you're talking MVP. You're, talk, you're talking 310. You're talking anywhere from 40 to 50 plus home runs. You're talking 90 to 100 plus RBIs. You know, you know he's possibly a 30, 30, 40, 40 guy with stolen bases. You know, possibly 8, 9 assist guy. You know, we can potentially see a fun, good player. So if he's for real, that's going to help him with winning. But but if this was just a postseason hotness and he is not that great, oh man, that... That that that's gonna be a big part of your winning, and if I'm Blake Snell too, like how pissed is he gonna be at this organization? Like like now he's gonna have to think about this now. Okay, if I'm if I'm throwing six no hit innings with twelve strikeouts, are you guys gonna take me out now? But like like that's what that's what he's gonna have to think of, and 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 any free agent pitcher who goes there too, maybe maybe they won't get free agents that way. Okay, first things first, there's no free agents going to the rain. Let, 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 uh, let's, uh, uh, don't be rude. Let, 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 don't let, be rude. Let, 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 let's, put the, let, let, let's put the brakes on. Let, 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 the Rays have the lowest payroll in the league. Like They get there by smart trades, shrewd trades, and drafting. Like They, they don't really go don't after the big rude. game. Like, the biggest free agent that they got is Charlie Morton. Let's, 
and, and they have to cut him. So let, 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 let's, let's pump the brakes there, kid. Calm down. Here's another thing to consider, and, you know, this is kind of conspiracy theory territory, but we found out just this week that MLB did hardly any PED testing this year. So that's one thing to consider. Another, another thing to consider here is how juiced were those baseballs? <laughs> you know, I mean... If, if they were hitting 2014 baseballs, how many of them are flying out of the park? Not many. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Going back, going, going back to that PED theory, that's that's pretty interesting. Do you really think that a Rosarena could have been juiced? I don't know, but I mean, I don't trust anything, so something like that's always going to be in the back of my mind. Here's another thing, too. Per the Players Association, a player can only be tested twice a year unless they had a previous failed test. So someone like Ryan Braun can be tested as much as the league wants to, but a guy like you know Aaron Judge, not picking on him, but he can only be tested twice. So that's always made me wonder what if you know what if a guy like Judge or here's a good example really. Remember. It was, what, five or six years ago, Daniel Murphy yeah. just was out of his mind. What, if he had his two tests done already, they can't test him. Well, I'll say this. There is no way Judge is using steroids because he is getting hurt way, way too much. Way too much. And and steroids help with that. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's no way he's using steroids. You... I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> think he was. But 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 if if a Rosarina did juice, you know, then it just takes away from a special postseason. Because let's face it, this was the kind of postseason where it was special. It was it was like Rick and Kill, right? Remember how good Rick and Kill was before he got to the World Series? He was striking out people. He was mowing people down, and then all of a sudden, he just couldn't find the strike zone. <laughs>
How was your baseball viewing experience this year with, with the 50-game season, with COVID? Did you enjoy it? Were you happy? Like, how did you feel about this baseball season? Well, I, I thought I was going to enjoy it more than I did, but I, I found as the season started, I wasn't, even though I had the MLB package, I wasn't, you know, flipping around from game to game on certain nights, you know, depending on the pitching matchups. I just, I just really wasn't feeling it. And then when the postseason got here, I kind of, I kind of got more locked in. I was, you know, paying tons of attention to, to every series, you know, whether it was the Marlins and the Cubs or, you know, the Braves and the Dodgers. And I really did enjoy the postseason uh, once we got there, but I just feel like, you know, everything was so touch and go. You know, it seemed like the season was going to get canceled during the first week when the Marlins had that outbreak. And, and yeah, it's just this was a terrible year, and I can't wait for it to end. <laughs> I, I agree 1,000%, my brother. And now we're going to have some rapid-fire baseball edition. So you know how it goes. So you ready for some hard-hitting baseball questions? All right, hit me with them. Okay, um, Jose Abreu won the MVP. Do you think he rightfully deserved it? Uh, you're making me think. Uh, who, <laughs> else was in the, who else was in the running? I'm trying DJ, to like, Jose Ramirez, and Mike Trout got a couple of fifth-place votes. Actually, yeah, now that you mention it, I am kind of surprised that Ramirez wasn't the guy. I mean, just completely off the charts for, you know, most of the season. And he, he's been a top three or four guy in the past, but... But, yeah, I'm just kind of – I guess I'm a little bit surprised it went to Abreu. And, you know, he's obviously been a, an extremely solid first baseman, you know, for much of the past decade. But um, who, who saw that coming, you know, whether you think he deserved it or not? I didn't see that coming. Now, what were your thoughts on um, Freddie Freeman getting it over Mookie Betts? Yeah, that's another kind of a toss-up. Um, you know, Mookie didn't, you know, get off to the best start, but then, you know, once he heated up, he was, you know, basically in MVP form. And uh, I don't know if maybe Freeman might have got, you know, a little bit of sympathy because he was coming back from a, a really bad case of, of COVID-19, probably the worst one we saw. So, but he, he had a very impressive year. And then finally, for the first time in his career, had a, a fairly impressive postseason, you know, yeah. after that. So I'm kind of glad for Freeman. You know, he's the, he, he would have been, you know, my sentimental favorite between the two. Mookie's going to be an MVP several times over. Um, where do you think Trevor Bauer ultimately lands up? That's a great question. Uh, uh, that's that's a tough question. Uh, I could see maybe Atlanta making a play. You know, that would be a killer rotation, assuming Soroka comes back. You know, before halfway, 
Uh, I think that's uh, an interesting fit. Uh, I don't know if the Giants are ready to, to make a splash just yet, but, you know, that, that could be a possibility. Uh, the Padres are probably going to try to extend tag team, so I think that takes them out of play. And I won't rule out the Dodgers. Oh, wow. Um, who now... In 2021, obviously their expectations. Um, which team do you project? And this is way too early, so you can always change your mind. Which team is going to be a disappointment in 2021? That's a great question as well. Um, I think. I think the Phillies are going to continue to, to be a disappointment, you know, because they look like a playoff team every year. Um, I'll say this. Maybe the Padres take a step back. Ooh. Oh. Barring a, a, a big move this offseason, I'm just not in love with their pitching. You know, Paddock is, is pretty good. Uh, LeMay pretty good, you know, didn't get to pitch much in the postseason, but I think maybe the Padres take a step back this year. Okay, two more. Um, do you think that DJ LeMay, you ultimately resigns with the Yankees? Take off your 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 your, 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 your fandom because I know you're not a, you know I know you don't like the Yankees, but does DJ ultimately resign with the Yankees? <laughs> I think Cashman does. I, I think Cashman's afraid not to sign him. So I think more likely than not, he does stay in the Bronx. Um, also, um, now this, now now these two are big ones. Where do you think A, JT Riamuto winds up? And B, where does George Springer line up? I think Real Muto will probably end up with the Mets. I know ownership has just changed hands and they're going to have a new GM, but that's been a team that's really had a tough time in that you know, position. So I think that could be one of their big splash moves that they make. And Springer, you know what? I'm going to – a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but – I bet he gets forced into signing a one-year deal with the Astros. I just don't think his market's going to materialize. You know, it's still a COVID market with a little bit of uncertainty uh, going forward. And I think the Astros would take advantage of having him for another year. Um, and I just think that's how it's going to play out. And he's got a qualifying offer attached to him which is going to make his market a lot more limited because, you know, a team's going to have to give up a pick. So, and $500,000 in international slot money. Oh, that's true. So, that's, that's true. And I bet. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm just going to say, I, I just bet he stays uh, with the Astros for one more year. And the most important question, um, will, will A, spring training happen, and B, well, fans allowed to be in spring training in February of 2021. But I got to get to Florida. <laughs> well, the good news for you is Ron DeSantis is still the governor of Florida, and he doesn't give, 
you know, a flying you-know-what about COVID-19. So I think it's, it's very likely um, you'll see fans in the stands. Whether it starts, you know, mid-February, I guess that's a little debatable, but where the vaccines do look like they will be coming out uh, the first of the year, I would say 75% chance spring training starts uh, when it's supposed to with fans. All right, last okay. question. You, sorry, sorry, sorry. you put up a tweet earlier. You know, Yankees have huge problems. You got <laughs> you got five choices. Red Sox will be targeting the same free agents. Mets will be targeting the same free agents. Mets are really horny. <laughs> Stanton is still on the book seven more years. You guys keep this going. So I retweeted it with six. They suck with running through the scoring position. In, in in the post seven, they have Gary Sanchez. Eight, they only have one good starter. Nine, they have no defensive shortstop. And ten, make dumb pitching changes in the second inning. So James, what's your eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen? Eleven. Brian Cashman is still the general manager. Twelve. The Yankees are still. Act, um, as analytical as they are, they're still making moves like they're the Rays. 13, the Yankees always choke in the postseason. Four, 14, Arolda Chapman is still the closer. That's a big problem. And 15, the most importantly, is the Mets, Red Sox, and Astros all winning a World Series in the next five years while you do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and uh, all also this was a pretty funny retweet that I just saw. Some guy Jordan Leandre tweeted the Mets, and and with Jared Crab saying, "Oh baby, I am horny." Yeah, he did respond to that. Hey, real funny. Like after the show, go type in Jordan Leandre's name in YouTube, and then type also in first pitch. And you'll laugh your ass off. Well, is that the uh, one? Is is that the one where where he hits the guy in the balls? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that is pretty funny. I saw that. That is hilarious. Well, well, last thing, Terry, before we get you out of here. Um, and and since you, and this is actually you actually nah, you actually brought this up. What do you think would be more upsetting for a Yankees fan? The Mets winning before them, the Red Sox winning, well, the Red Sox already won before them, the Mets winning before them, or the Rays finally winning the World Series while the Yankees still haven't. Uh, I think you're kind of used to the Red Sox, uh, you know, yeah, winning that's it. Why that's, why, that's why I didn't put that in there, because I've seen you guys win four championships. So, yeah. the Mets winning before them, or the Rays winning their first, and Yankees still haven't won one. It's close. I'll say it's probably more annoying if the Mets win it because they're all around you. You know, in New York, but the Rays winning it with the you know sixty million dollar payroll—that's like an insult to the Yankees front office who have two players getting paid that much money. You know, so um, but I'll still say it's the Mets. 
Yeah, I would say the Mets too, primarily because there are way more, A, there are way more Mets fans in New York than there are Rays fans. And I think the Yankees would be disgusting if the Rays win primarily because, like you said, Garrett Cole's salary is basically the Rays' payroll. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Terry, as always, you are the man. Tell the people where they can find you. And, yeah, tell the people where they can find you. Well, I mean, the Benny and the Best podcast is available just about everywhere. So on whatever, you know, apps you use, it's probably available on there. And you can find me on Twitter at Cushman MLB, all one word. Question with with Moogie Betts, no longer there. Are are you thinking <laughs> of changing the name? No, I'm, I'm not going to change it because... You know, he is a Dodger right now, but if I'm still doing this in 10, 15 years, you know, Benny and the Bats is still, uh, you know, a, a cool era, you know, in, in recent Red Sox history. So I think it'll stand the test of time. <laughs> well, Terry, as always, my man, thank you for coming on, man. Hope to talk to you real soon. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night, guys. Take care, man. You too. Great answer, and you know what, <laughs> Benny Be- and and the Bet is is a cool name, man. It 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 really truly is. And Terry, God bless you. I I hope you're still doing this 15 years from now. I hope we're still doing this from 15 years from now. I hope we're still alive 15 years from now. You know, you know, I'd be 46. You know, um. James would be forty five, you know. Maybe, maybe by then I'm chilling in James's pool house, you know, taking care of the grounds, you know, just just living off his dime. I, I, I would have no problem doing that. Uh, you know, hope hopefully by then we could say the Yankees, you know, that we we got to see two dynasties. We got to see. Two core fours, you know. I think that would be cool. Um, but that's again, you know, and and I am gonna put up the YouTube clip of that first pitch because that wasn't hilarious first pitch when yeah, you hit a guy fun. square in the nuts. That is funny, and 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 it had velocity. It had hook. It 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 was. It was it was just like that commercial, you know, where 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 they try to sell you that plastic baseball, but where if, if you if if you put your fingers on the certain spots, you can make a dip, you can make a dive, you can make a curve, you, you know, it slides into the wind and gives you a crazy slider. That's that's how that first pitch was like, and and we're gonna finish this off a couple of minutes more with your hatred, with your horribleness towards Disney Plus. What in before the hell is the matter with you? Wait, wait, before you do, we have to address the Yankee fans in the room. The Yankee fans with MVP. Why do you gotta be annoying? It's, it's, an, it's an annoying topic. Come on, man. No, listen. Yankee fans have to understand that O'Grady had a great year. I didn't think DJ was doing the MVP. But Yankee fans want to feel like DJ is the Yankee fans. DJ just wrong. He didn't get robbed. I'm sorry. He's a great player, but he did not deserve to win MVP. I'm sorry. That that that's just how it goes. So sorry. 
congrats to Jose Abreu. I've been said you was going to win it. And yo, I love that picture of you in that chain with the MVP on it. I think that's super dope. Um, so proud of Freddie Freeman. He's a star. He's a star. You know, me, me watching Braves baseball for many, many years. You know, Braves, Braves has low-key always been my, you know, National League team. Going back to the Chipper Jones era and Smoltz and Maddox and whatnot, you know. So, you know, to f- for especially for Braves fans to be able to say, you you got two icons. You got Chipper Jones in the nineties and the in the early two thousands, and you got Freddie Freeman in the in, in the upper two thousands. You know, twenty tens and now from from now till possibly he he's not playing. I don't think he'll ever go to another team. You know. You know, Brian McCann, unfortunately, went to a couple of other teams before he signed that one-day contract thing, you know. But, uh, Freddie Freeman is it. Congratulations for him, you know. He's, him, 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 him and Chelsea having the twins. So, you know what, Freddie? You gotta do an extra two, man. Charlie can say his father is the MVP. You know, he, he gets to hold that MVP trophy. So, next year, the twins have to be able to hold one, too, man. You gotta get another one. And, you know, it, it basically wraps up baseball words. That's all done. You know, I don't think we're going to get signings for, you know, to at least after, after Thanksgiving. And again, James, what's wrong with Disney Plus? Why are you such a hack? Why are you not smart? I love the Mandalorian. That is fantastic. That is Oh wait, and, and wait, I'm sorry. There is another show that that that's coming on Disney Plus. A few shows. There's um the show with uh, with Cat with a Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I'm excited for that. Oh and Long Vision. So there's three shows. So yes, those are the three shows that I'm interested to see for Disney Plus. So yeah, so it's not just the Mandalorian. So there we go. So there's three shows. Perfect. So you're welcome. So 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 for nerd stuff. That's you know that's that's not that's not what even Disney Plus was intended for, you know, D- Disney Plus was for Disney stuff, and old stuff that we haven't seen in a billion years to come back, but no, you want to use it for stuff that you can probably get on other platforms or stuff that you. That's not true. That's not true. Because those are only Disney Plus exclusives. So the only way I can watch them is to go to Disney Plus. Well. If, you know what, all you Mandalorian nerds can get out of here, but the perfect way to end this podcast is, you know, there's been a certain tweet that's been going around, and people are retweeting it and copying pasting it, so that so that's very touching to you, James. Tell the people uh-huh. about that tweet. Yeah, um, suicide hotline number and it states that suicide figures are up 200% since lockdown. Could two friends please copy and retweet this? We're trying to demonstrate something that's always listening just to any two copies, not retweet. Just listen, for those that suffer from mental illness, such as myself, um, depression often leads to suicide and the rates are that men commit suicide more frequently than women, but we need to end the stigma and that mental health that mental health is important. 
everything out. So I just start writing and writing and writing. And you have to even line. You just write exactly how you feel. And then you feel a little bit more better because you're letting out your emotions constructively. Another thing I would do is meditate because I do meditate. Sometimes, you know, I go to a quiet place in my house and just meditate and breathe in. Another thing I would do is just walk around the block. Just walk around, take in, whether it's a, if it's a cold day like today, rainy, you just walk. Or if it's a nice sunny day like the other day, like in the 70s, you just, you know, walk, you take in nation. So those are a couple of things I would do if I was starting to feel upset, depressed, you know, because those things don't always go away. But it's how you manage them and how you handle it that makes a person strong. Mental health doesn't mean you're weak. It's understanding that you need to take care of yourself and make sure that you feel good because you can't feel, you can't be there for others if you're not there for yourself. Well said, and tell the people that beautiful, beautiful number one more time. 1-800-273-8255. The Suicide Prevention Hotline. And just, and just speaking for me, you know, because I always tell James this all the time, you know, I don't understand what that's like, but, you know, I'm, I always just let people know that I'm there. Like, James knows if he's ever feeling like that, he knows he can talk to me, because I care about him, and I'll try my best to pick that mood up. And I just hope everybody has a friend like that, or a brother, or a sister, or a relative, or maybe maybe a coworker. You know, someone, someone that they can talk to, and say, "Hey, I'm feeling blah blah blah." You know, let's go grab coffee. Let's talk it out because, you know. You might think the answer is death, but maybe it's not. You know, that's that doesn't always have to be the answer. Your life is valuable. Your life is important. So, let's try to keep you living, hanging around, and, you know, take it. It's just like addiction, man, right? One day at a time, batter your demons, and let's keep you breathing, brother. Just remember, and we'll end it with this. Your life matters. I know there's always protesting about black lives and blue lives and this, but ultimately, we're human. Your life matters. Suicide is never the option. And be just listening to just listening to someone's talk to their problems makes someone feel better in a sense that it doesn't cure their problems because the problem still isn't there. But if you listen and you understand, that person feels more comfortable where you know what he's actually listening to me there is someone that's there and that goes a long way one act of kindness really changes other person's mood yes sir